Hey everybody, welcome to the Sex Actually Podcast, aka the SAP. It is your boy Dave Neal. How are we doing today? Everyone hanging in there? We've got a good one for you. This week on the Sex Actually Podcast, number 271, we have a special guest, Audrey Bradford, aka Dre's Diary. She joins myself and Tasha Courtney here at the dojo, the sex dojo, here in uh, Silver Lake, Los Angeles. Uh, we get down to talking about her life, what it's been like since uh, she's built a substantial following on Instagram, and and what that means as she whisks away the creeps and the naysayers and the photographers trying to get after the booty. All these fun things girls have to worry about that guys don't. See, guys, we, th- we think we're the only one out there who's trying to score some ass. But when you factor in all the dudes in the world, every chick out there, she needs just like a rain jacket to whisk away all the dudes hitting on them. But what does that mean? What does that mean for you guys? A lot of guys listen to this. Does that mean you should uh, go quietly into the night, never meeting a girl? No, it means you need to not be a creep. You need to meet girls on an even playing field. You have to be a worthwhile guy. That doesn't mean you just leave a weird comment on their Instagram photo and think that you're going to get into her booty hole. You know what I mean? <laughs> and, well, guys do that anyway. There's an art to commenting on Instagram photos. Last week we had Lo Marie on, and she actually talked about stories in which guys were able to slide into her DMs and actually get to, get to meet her, but they blew it. So, so, gentlemen listening, how can we stop blowing it with these ladies? They want to meet you. It's like when you go into an audition, right? You're auditioning for a role of whoever. The casting director wants you to do well. They want to cast you. Chances are you're going to shit all over the audition. You're not going to do well, and they're going to go with somebody else. Well, in life, you're auditioning for the role of Mr. Husband or Mr. Uh, you know, Fifty Shades of Grey, whatever you want to be. And these women, they have to constantly, if they're a worthwhile catch, they have to constantly audition guys. And, and this is something we've been doing you know, throughout evolution. Women, uh, they do the picking. We have to hit on them. We have to approach them at the bar. We have to do all these things while, while not coming off like a creep. You know what I mean? While not, uh, you, know, wh- you know, while reading the room, as it were. So a lot of new people are listening. You're going to love this story. Uh, this is a conversation we had with Dre. And, um, and uh, yeah, so if you don't know me, I'm a comedian from Rhode Island. I live in Los Angeles. And uh, literally we have hundreds of hours of episodes, all free online, and we interview different comedians, self-help gurus, dating coaches. Um, My co-host Tasha, we've been living together for several years now. She's a model actress from Kentucky. We go back and forth, and uh, we talk about love languages, all the things that you can do to be a better version of yourself, because let's face it, we're all on this spinning rock in the middle of nowhere not just to be searching girls on Instagram. We're trying to be better versions of ourselves. You can still do that. You can still search them on Instagram. But, um, you know, I don't know, maybe excel at some hobbies and be a worthwhile catch. That's what we're here for. If anyone out there has any questions, uh, you can write in sexactuallypodcast at gmail.com or find our Instagram at sexactuallypod and uh, see what we're doing. We just started a new photo booth we've been doing with all the guests. So go to the Instagram Check that out. See the shoot that we did with Tasha and Audrey, and uh, you're going to love it. Without further ado, enjoy this episode. Oh, I have to say this. I, I am totally guilty of shitting with the audio. About, half, about 15 minutes into the episode, there's a six-minute stretch where I lost the audio. I recovered it. It just doesn't sound as good. So 
enjoy that part of the conversation. I was debating whether or not to keep that in, but we were, it was so much fun. We were having such a good conversation. I wanted you guys to hear it. So it's literally only six minutes long of not as good audio, and then we kick back to the pro audio. So I apologize. I'm so sorry I had to do this to you on this free show that you listen to, but enjoy it. And if you haven't already, subscribe to the podcast. We have hundreds of hours of back episodes with hilarious comedians. You might learn a thing or two, or you might just hear a funny story about us failing at sex. Anyhow, without further ado, enjoy the episode. Thanks for doing this. Of we course. threw you into the wildfire. <laughs> yeah, sorry about that. <laughs> no, it happens. I think we're both great people. I think Tasha is the best in the world. No, she really is. But she was the nicest arsenic girl, probably to me. Aww. Other than Boots. <laughs> yeah, Boots is amazing. Do you guys still hang out? I don't really see her very often, but I still, I still follow her on Instagram and same. all that. Because she's so cute and she doesn't do anything that just annoys me, you know? I just love her. She's doing eyelashes now. I saw that. Because brows were like always her thing. Totally. And like now she's doing lashes. Yeah, we got to go get our mean? lashes it, done. Oh, oh, she like physically does them. I thought you mean like that was like she's like a uh, like individual eyelash f- photos, but she actually <laughs> does people's eyelashes. Like the no, mink like eyelash extensions. See, she's from LA, right? Yes. That's like such an LA like chick from LA just who does eyebrows. I know, but it's I'm honestly really proud of her. I yeah. really am because she was going to school, she was doing her thing, and then she started kind of like seeing boys, and I was like, okay, you know, she got a little sidetracked, but then. She finally decided, you know what? I'm going to get my shit together. <laughs> and she really just pulled it all. And I just love it. We like to bring people it. on the podcast and then talk about other people. That's what we like to do. Let's I introduce know. Audrey, Audrey Bradford is with us today. Yay. Are we live? We live. Hi, everyone. We're going. We're doing it. Thanks so much for being <laughs> on the show today. Um, so my first image of you uh, was with Tasha, I believe, naked on a horse. Was it? Oh my God! Oh, yes. Oh yeah, we have one of those. Now Both of I us like just blew those. up because of that. <laughs> I, I like that. I like that. You're like, oh yeah, that happened, and I'm like, no, 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 that yeah, that happened. I look because I was like the boyfriend. Your my job is to go through the photos and make sure you know. I don't. I don't know what guys are. What we're thinking is going to happen when we look at these photos, but you guys met. I be, correct me if I'm wrong. On a photo shoot in Mexico. Is that where we met in, Me- we in met Mexico? We met at the arsenic house. Okay. I remember yeah. the day we met actually because. I, yeah, you walked in with a black dress. That was the day that we went to the Chateau Marmont. I was putting everything together. Oh, okay. Wait, was it, did I, was I still wearing a cast? I, <laughs> I honestly don't remember. I remember Billy asking you about your boyfriend at the table. And oh, boy. No, she said nothing but nice things. But so. Billy's, I, good. I, I'm only going to say nice things about him, but I'm always feeling like he thinks I'm holding Tasha back. No, he actually asked when you guys were going to get married. <laughs> yeah, but he's, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. I love Billy. He actually messaged me the other day because, so we're talking about the Arsenic family. It's the Arsenic. Uh, last week, we actually had um, Lo Marie on, who Tasha had met at Arsenic as well. So it's interesting that we've had a couple like uh, back-to-back gr- uh, people of that group. Because there's only so many people... I think uh, in our industry with what we do, you guys, models, actress, filming, do you, you act as well? Yes, I do. Yeah. I'm trying to get more. I'm trying to make that my 100%. <laughs> oh, nice. That's great. I mean, well, what, in, what we all do, it's not everyone is good off camera. Do you yeah. know what I mean? People put on these faces or they play these characters, but by getting to see someone's social media, like your Snapchat or your Instagram, you can you can, you really do get to meet somebody, right? Which is weird because I'm yeah, like, yeah, it's a lot more intimate than like something that's fully produced, like totally. your Snapchat or your Instagram, like on stories, like you're just like 
no makeup, going to get your morning coffee. Like it's it's easy, and I think people really connect to that. It makes me feel so creepy though, because I'm like, hi, I know you, yeah. <laughs> and you don't know me. Yeah, and I'm just like, I've seen, you know, because it's like randomly, I, it's true. Like I, everyone from Arsenic that that has probably had a positive interaction with Tasha. I'll put it that way. A positive interaction. I've like followed. If they're like some weirdo, but you know, like the Paisleys and the, the, the you and yeah, certain people. All the people. people that we like, that we click. Yeah. So like Instagram knows, it's like you only have to like them once for Instagram to be like, all right, we'll show you more of these people. But anyway, right. actually Tasha, can I have you guys scoot closer together just so in post I don't have any issues? Okay, you're, yeah. you're fine okay. where you are because you're right in the center here. I'm going uh, towards the camera. We're, we're, uh, we're, we're, we're getting this live stream down, folks. So you can, you can watch this episode on YouTube. Um, most people listen online, uh, big audio. But we're like, hey, look, we're bringing beautiful, nice, fun people onto the show. We might as well start recording these. So uh, anyway, anyhow, you guys met you, and then you randomly go to uh, Mexico together. Yes, we and did. Were you dating your boyfriend at the time? Um, well, it, it was actually really complicated at the time because we were living together, but we weren't quite dating yet. Really? I yes. didn't know this. That's a good way to go but at it. But that doesn't mean that it wasn't complicated as hell. <laughs> how did you, how did you, okay, let's rewind. So you, how, how did you start dating? Or uh, how did you start living together before dating? Well, long story short, um, I came out to visit my ex-boyfriend, Chase, and that didn't work out, so I went back to Albuquerque, and I had met Max through Chase because they were friends, and they smoked together, and I liked Max, thought he was a cool guy. Nothing crazy at first. Like I, I love re- these bro names. Right? Max and Chase. <laughs> right? Smoke together. Max and Chase, like dog names. <laughs> we buy our weed from Tanner. <laughs> so funny because I Tanner did. Tanner and Brody. <laughs> <laughs> you buy weed from a Tanner? <laughs> Tanner. Jeez. Yes. Was, see, that's how I know you're I young. hope he's listening. That's how I know you're younger than us because these are like names in your, your generation. I mean, I'm just so old saying that. <laughs> oh, no, I know. Tanner. We didn't have Tanner a few years ago. I had a Tanner. Really? Yeah. There's so many. The street from me. So Tanner, uh, uh, Tanner... Max is the current one, and Chase was the... That happens a lot, though, where you meet someone through right. an ex or something well, like that. Did, so I went back to Albuquerque. I was working at a pizza place. Um, I'd been there for three years. I was bored as hell. I wanted to move to L.A. That's all I wanted to do. And so I was literally compiling all the ways that I might be able to go. And I'm working one day, and I get a text from Max, and he says, Hey, hope you're well. Who does that? Like, honestly. <laughs> Max? But you, you weren't dating Max. No. Just a friend Just of her friends. ex. But we, I didn't even think of him as a friend. So, Ch- we so met you in dated California. Chase in Albuquerque. Right. Okay. And then he went to visit his sister here in LA, which is why I came out to visit him here. Gotcha. And then he met Max. Gotcha. Which is how I met Max. Now, does Max uh, r- remain friends with Chase? Hell no. We need and a I wouldn't allow it. <laughs> yeah, we need to know. I wish we had like uh, a cartoonist who listens who can just graph, like chart this and make a little thing. It's like, Chase, gone. Max, in. Chase, right. Max, no. Dre, Max, yay. No, yeah. Tanner, still selling weed at his <laughs> He probably is, too. Tanner, Shout out, subscribe, Tanner. rate, and review. Best please. dealer ever. <laughs> so, uh, I mean, and that's fine. Look, you know, you only get one life here, so as far as we know it. And, you know, you know what I mean? Like, who are you if a guy's a nice guy and he shouts out to you? That, I mean, it's his choice to decide, like, I'm going to put my friendship with Chase on hold. I think I'd rather pursue this girl or maybe, you know what I mean? It's like, right. we're all, I, there was a dude that I knew um, in New York and his girl, his ex-girlfriend liked me. We knew we all, we knew each other, but like not friends at all. We just right. knew each other. And he got mad at me over that. And I was like, bro, we're not buddies just because we know each other. Like there's, you know, Tasha knows my close group of friends. If they fucked me over, it would be like, 
the world ending. Right. There's only you only get a handful of those that are like your loyal teammates, right? Definitely. And so. Oh, for sure. Chase is not. I guess. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, as soon as I got back to Albuquerque, I didn't talk to him ever again. Like legit, ever. Are you able to compartmentalize like that and get rid of exes? Um. Yeah. Yes. Totally. And. I just it's kept best working. that way, I feel like. Yeah. Just like, ah, close the door on that. Yeah. Yeah. Tasha, you, you have exes you stay touched with randomly. I mean, I had an ex whose mother... Randomly, but like, not really. I'm not being friends with my exes. Yeah, yeah it doesn't I, work. I've become okay with the fact that it was someone was in your life, and if you need to... Like, uh, like I had an ex whose, whose mom passed away. I'm going to text her and be like, I'm so sorry. You know what I mean? Right. But I'm not sending roses and being at the funeral. Like, I, you got... You, you, you're like... Outer orbit, like, hey, I hope you're well. I hope things are going well because I don't wish ill on anyone in my past, even people that broke my heart. You know what I mean? Right. Like, like if you still, if if you wish ill on somebody, I feel like you just haven't gotten over something. And what's that saying they say? If you're like, if it's you're, like it's only hurting you. Yeah. It's like your resentment is. It's not. They don't know about it. They're not feeling it. You're not hurting them by like still being hung up on somebody. It's literally only hurting you. So you get to L.A. and Max already lives here. So Max he's your landing lives here. point. He's born and raised. And so I basically started living with other people, just honestly trying to make it work, um, getting my name out there, shooting with photographers. And Max and I were just friends for a long time, about two years. Any other say. roommates that lived with you guys? Was it like a big crash pad or? Um, well, I was living with um, this older guy who was, I was actually working for him. And doing, like, his billing and stuff because he worked at CBS. He still does, actually. But um, long story short, I just wasn't pulling my end very well. I was 18. I didn't give a shit about billing. <laughs> and no, really, I got kicked out. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's amazing how failure leads you to better things when you're right. not meant for something and you just don't give a shit about it. You're like, right. I, it's like it's getting fired in, in most, not that you got fired, but in most cases, failing Go, it just pushes you in a better direction. How did you get into into a photography, into, into modeling? Well, it started when I was in high school, and this girl, whose name is Audrey, she asked me to do a little like school photo shoot with her, like a um, like a photography project. So it was conceptual. You had to come up with some kind of concept, and her concept was angels on earth. So we were gonna have, be wearing like the angel wings and you know, look all pretty and angelic. And she told me to wear white and we started taking the photos and she was just like, well, you know what? You're pretty good at this. Like, I don't really have to tell you what to do. And yeah, there was another girl there who was very blocky and like a little nervous, you know? Yeah. Can you like turn your head a little bit? Uh, yeah. A little bit more. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> <laughs> <Slightly> <laughs> <Asian>. yeah. <laughs> but she was a sweet girl. Just somebody who it didn't come natural to you. Exactly. If you okay. don't, if you've never been on a photo shoot, people think it's just you just see the final image. You go, oh yeah, someone's smiling. It's like no, like totally. Tasha and I've done a couple of shoots, and I'm just like rigor mortis, stiff, like oh. <laughs> <laughs> she's like 19 poses, and like the photographer's like, yeah, more Tasha, more. And I'm like this, and the photographer's like, move your chin this way. Like, ah. I think the best thing is to just have no humility, like. If you want to try something new and it looks stupid and you know it looks stupid, but it might actually look cool, sometimes it does, 
you you can't care about the <laughs> photographer on the other side. Like, what the fuck? Are you yeah, doing? especially in the age of digital, when you get ten thousand tries, it's like just go yeah. for it. Exactly. We can easily delete the ones that we have look so stupid. many. We've done a wedding shoot and like I didn't fit into my suit anymore, and I had my balls were like he had massive into the camel toe. Massive camel toe. <laughs> it was like, like so bulky. I, mean, I really did. They're like, like your suit check. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> and I've, I've since I so I sold that suit to my buddy. Right, I sold that to my buddy because I just didn't fit me anymore. Oh, we're all we're all in we're in Nashville for New Year's, and I just like it's like, dude, he, and, and he was he's a smaller guy. He's twenty pounds less. He's a couple inches shorter, and it fit him perfectly. It was like, look, Ray. So I, he gave me like sixty bucks for it, and then I've, cool. I've since lost twenty pounds, and I needed a suit, uh, and he gave it back to me, but he had hemmed <laughs> the pants, so now the pants. <laughs> <laughs> so I haven't. So, but it fits me great, except for the pants and the arms. I just look like I grew out of it, but because he hemmed it. So I had to go to, I had to do a deposition for this court case. I got in an accident and I'd like oh. show up to the deposition and then my sock, like my knee, you know, it just looked, I looked like I, I like literally grew out of this outfit. But anyway, what's the point of all that? I just, I, like don't a, know. I always look like an idiot. So then we had to take photos. We were in Mexico and we had to take photos for like, um, we had, we had gone for this, uh, casting for a cruise line and, and we were on vacation with Tasha's family, and we we were like three or four days into the vacation, so like I was we're all like nachos. deep in tequila, <laughs> yeah. Like our bodies were not good. I think you know we had we had gone to the casting before we left, and then we were on vacation, so yeah, deep in nachos and margaritas, and like super bloated. And then we had to send digitals; they wanted like updated digitals. So sounds like, like Mexico. It was good that we were like on the beach because you know it was for Royal Caribbean. Like they they wanted beachy yeah. people, but like we we're sucking in and. Every way no, we knew looked, how she looked fine, regardless. I mean, great. Oh, but I like, know. I know about angles, <laughs> and so I'm trying to coach Dave on angles. Like, just if you just, if you can hold your like, hips this she's way. She's like, they need photos now. So it's like, great. I just started doing push-ups, right? <laughs> but next thing you know, she's doing her hair, makeup, whatever. We don't take the photos for an hour. So like those push-ups, all that blood that I got into my chest to look good is now like sinking into bitch tits. <laughs> so like this whole like thirty-second trap is gone. And then and then in the photo, I tried to like look straight, but like turn. Yeah, that's that how you get ab definition. But instead of ab definition, it was just a way for my like rolls to crease over. <laughs> <laughs> I, I really, I'll, yeah. I'll post the photo I'm talking about on the sex actually pod on the sex actually Instagram page because it's not flattering. We got <laughs> we got the job. I don't know how. I guess That's the cruise funny. line wanted fat like dad bods. <laughs> I literally think they were like, all right, let's get a beautiful woman and then a guy who looks like he. You know, relatable. Yeah, was, was that <laughs> yeah, that's, that's like a nice way of saying it. Relatable, down to earth. <laughs> Just did the buffet for you. <laughs> so that's where I'm at. Anyway, back to you. I was, we always make it about us. Back to you. So, so you, so Max, you're living with this guy. Photography. I remember Audrey. Living with, uh, so how do I get into modeling? There we are. You're into modeling. You just started it. Have you started on Instagram yet? Well, I had an Instagram since I was in high school. and um, Same one as you have now? Yes. Dre's except it was, na- it was called Platinum Dre. Don't ask me. Don't <laughs> ask me. That's like a stripper that. name. I know. Like, <laughs> I Coming actually, up next, everybody. Get your dollar bills out for a Platinum Dre. You know what? I straight jacked it from another girl because it. her Instagram was Platinum Noel. And I was like, oh, wow, that sounds good. You didn't have platinum hair? No, not, but she did. So it was like, why was I? It just sounded good. Was this somebody good. that you knew or just somebody that like you I, didn't know I that you followed? I knew her like straight went to middle school and <laughs> yeah, like the whole shebang. And she ended up changing her name afterwards because she was like this bitch. 
So <laughs> I thought it was cool in my 15 so year old mind. So now it's Dre's diary, just be D R E Y S diary. I wanted it to be Dre's journal, but there's already a Cans journal out there. He's a great photographer and a great guy. Now you got an alliteration, Dre's diary. That's exactly what I wanted. I wanted it to be Dre's journal. It sounds better because the J Dre, but I settled with diary. How do people? How how do you snowball this following? You've got what three hundred thousand people on Instagram? Almost yes. Yeah. So where does that come from? Well, it comes from aside from the new photo on the horse, you guys. <laughs> which I'm definitely gonna have okay, to replay. Where the majority of them come from? Implied. Were your vaginas <laughs> on the horse's back though? I literally, and I'm like sort of. I had one time where I had like a terrible allergic reaction to a horse. Oh my I was God. in New York, yeah, and I was driving from this job that was out of town, and we stopped. Me and my like best friend at the time, we stopped, and we were petting some horses on the side of the road. And I immediately, like, got a horrible rash, right? So we're just, like, racing back to the city so that I can, like, get in her shower and, like, wash it all off of me. So I was, like, nervous. I've I've definitely gotten, like, itchy around horses. I'm kind of allergic to a lot of shit. But, like, I've been fine. I've ridden horses, been fine, but not had skin-to-skin contact. Right. So immediately after getting off this horse with, like, my vagina touching its back. I, like, ran into the ocean and, like, scrubbed everything. It was so hairy, like, honestly. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. It, it was, was really bristly. It was, like, fun. sharp hair. I'm you could just see us running into the ocean, like, <laughs> Naked with our little butts. <laughs> I've, uh, you know, I love call- I love the podcast because I never thought I would ask about how the vagina interacts with the horse's back hair. So this is good. This is the start. <laughs> so uh, yeah, but no, the beautiful. Be- not to sound creepy, I always say beautiful photos. I always tell Tasha, it's like we were talking, we were in the shower, like talking about Playboy and their articles. I was like, they actually have nice articles. I was like, this one's fucked up. Playboy's got nice articles, and Hooters has good wings. You guys look beautiful on a horse, naked. It's just. Th- Society, we're good. No, so, but it was, it was like a nice, very tasteful shoot and tasteful photos. And, uh, you know, I'm happy with it. I'm not one that's just like, you know, taking my shirt off willy-nilly. Like, I want it to be something that, like, my mom's not going to be ashamed of. Well, it's just totally. It. It's tough for me. Not And it's not it's not about me. But, like, going through the photos with, with Tasha, I'm like, fuck, man. It's tough because you're just, like, painting this image of, like, you know, there's some, like I said, some photos with the photographer's toes are in the frame, and I'm just, it's just, you get to I think you part. start to imagine sort of, like, the behind the scenes, or, like, between the lines. It's like you're imagining what happened in between each photo, like it's some sort of sorted thing, but it's not. It's a whole team of models, it's a whole yep. team of producers, it's a team of photographers, it's the guys who wrangle the horses, it's unsexy. Well, did, like, you, did you see the video of Kate Upton falling off the rock? She did a shoot for Sports Illustrated, oh my and they just released a video. A wave, she was like nude on a rock, giant rock, and this wave came, and people were like, No, Kate, no! And they were running, and the guy who was in charge of like catching her didn't. And she fell fell off the rock and plummeted into the water. And people were like, Ah! They were going nuts. It was like their star chick, and they were like, Let's get the shot. But anyway, it's funny. Yeah, because she was going to come out like cut like beat to death. Like, I actually was like standing on a jetty. This is the story from New York. I was like surfing in New Jersey. Um, with some friends from New York and we were like standing on a jetty and a massive wave came and we just got rocked oh my god we like really got rocked and I have a photo from that day like came out of the water and my friend was like 
oh shit, Nobody you're back. Out? It was no, everybody was fine, but like it, my back was shredded, like from the rocks. So we just got oh. drug across it, like the the wave came and knocked us, and then our bodies were like drug across Ooh. these rocks. So it was like head to toe scrapes along my back because I had been dragged on my back. So like you can get really fucked up. You're not just gonna be bruised and sore the next day. Yeah. Like she might be like bloody black eye. You know, but I mean, they got the shot in that. And the, the point the point is, is that a lot happens that you don't see outside the shot. So when you actually see, like, the outtakes and this and that, I'm like, ah, you had, like, a photo with, like, you had peat moss, like, covering your vagina. You know, like, if roses covering your vagina. Peat and, moss? Is <laughs> different than flowers. What's the difference? And whatever it was, it was, like, shit, like, soft. Oh, I remember and, like, that. And I'm just I like, God that. damn it, man. Because I'm the good sport. He was like, go to Mexico, have fun. But in the inside, I'm obviously it hurt. I, let, I took it out on Tasha. Right, like we had a, it was bad. We had, we're on our honeymoon, not our honeymoon. We're on a, our anniversary. People were like, "What?" And uh, you know, like she found out she was going to Mexico for a shoot, and I was like, "Fuck!" And I was mad because like I just I took her to the best thing I could take her to, which was like Catalina. We went away for like a quick night getaway, and then she's like, oh, "I got this thing in Mexico," and she has every right to be happy about it. But I'm like, in my head, I'm like, "Well, fuck this then!" Like I'm doing my best, and then fucking Billy over there gets to send you to Mexico, and it just shows you this very tribal innate thing that we're fighting against as men that says chill the fuck out dave like but in my in my like reptilian body i'm like i'm equal to him i can provide for you and it's like well but it's just so that's what i i don't know if your boyfriend i'm sure i could talk to him and we could have the same sort of stories just just for the fact that like you know, like, I, I'm not psycho, like, who's on the photo shoot? Um, who's doing hair and makeup? Is it a guy? Blah, blah, blah. But it's like, I just, but like, maybe if someone's putting you in a hotel room, do you get your own room? Or you're not, you're not rooming with a dude. You know what right. I mean? Like, I've really lowered I my expectation. I think that's pretty safe to assume. No, but that Coachella shoot, it turns out you weren't rooming by yourself. And, and I didn't freak out, but I was like... Well, that's not part of my plan. Coach. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. That was one of the But there were, yeah, there were two models, two girl models. They used to date, so, like, they were sleeping in the same bed, and I had my own bed. Like, yeah, we didn't have a, our own room, but it was, like, a big suite with, like, a living room, and, like... Yeah, but imagine if I got even, a like, job. A, there was, like, couch bed. Yeah. And I, and we ended up, and anyway, it's, it's natural for these guys to have these, like, questions, because... But we look at it from, like, assuming the girl's going to want to fuck the other guy. We, we look at it right. from a place from, like, where the it's, like, the inner man, um, what is it, um, complex? Yeah. But, but that's what we do. That's what guys do. <laughs> uh, geez, how do I even go back to what we were just talking what, about? So, so just, I might have lost some of that. If uh, I don't know. Maybe I'll, I'll, I'll salvage it. But uh, I was just saying, guys, we're freaks. We're rept- we're, our reptilian brain is always like trying to compete against every other guy out there. And you guys are models and actresses. And you've got dudes. Um, unfortunately, m- the, the majority of the, the decision makers are men. The directors, the writers. It's changing a lot. But you have producers. You got these. So like, it's no joke that Weinstein and all that shit has happened because right. you kind of had to in the past deal with people's bullshit. Right. Yeah. And now and now we're not there. You Entirely. still deal with a lot of bullshit, but now I think people are like getting a little more bold. I mean, it happens with time too. We have sort of like talked about this that like when I was first starting out modeling, I did not have the balls to stand up for, for myself. So I found Same. myself in like a few compromising situations where, and like, you know, I left shoots feeling taken advantage of and like not good. 
Right. And and these days I'm like so old and gray of a model, you know, been around the block that like when somebody's like, Oh, but we really want you to take your top off, I'm like, ah, no, I'm I'm not. Right. So. Like can we can we do the underwear, no top, and then just do like implied totally heard it you know, all because before they, they do they will like like if you were naked right now the podcast would get more views it's just gonna happen right but like at some point you know you have to know what's in your best interest and totally. their best interest is to get as much traffic out of you absolutely and a lot of the times i actually have had photographers who will sneak photos of nipples or even like Vagina, like I've had photographers post photos unknowingly that, like, that were like, approve of. yeah, like, yeah, like I didn't even know say, they took like, it. Yeah, I'm not cool with like full nudity, like maybe some like implied from the side or whatever. You know, everybody has their own limit of what they feel comfortable with. Right. But it's true that like sometimes you have already stated that like you're cool with like side boob only implied, right. like very covered. And like as you're turning to another position, they're like click, 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 yep. click. And like, you're like, oh, damn you. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's like, what are you going to do Dude. with that? I'm sure every photographer's got his little little folder of photos that they keep that's like oh my ugh. god i've thought about it yeah and you know what this is probably the reason why i stopped working with um individual photographers that just don't pay and they want to do their little trade photo shoots a we're getting nothing out of this except followers this means nothing to me i need to pay rent yeah b i've been in the situation so many times where photographers are just like oh now let's take off the shirt and it's like in this situation you don't want to come off like you're prude or you're you know you don't want to be like or oh, bossy you know, like, or mm, yeah like no i'm not comfortable or even just come off like that like weak and like you know <laughs> so we become five six-year-old kids in that moment and we're just like okay and there's no one there to protect your your you you really like, exactly i mean until you get to that level where you have like your assistant or like even a manager there but even then yeah it's it's hard like you have to nobody is in most instances especially in that like that the test shoots or trade shoots nobody is there to protect you nobody. and like you can say now outside the situation that like i'm a strong woman and i just say no and i don't care about hurting people's feelings but like in the moment, it doesn't always feel that way. Right. Or somebody's very persuasive. Or you think like, oh, this guy has such a great portfolio. Right. Like these images are going to look beautiful, even if it's not like something that you've That's been... how like the Tara Richardson, you know, he's accused yeah. of some horror. I was going to bring that up because you can have an agency involved, but shit still happens. Girls have had one-on-ones with Terry Richardson and he's straight up raped them i don't know if you've seen terry's world but i don't doubt it i think we have to say allegedly but i agree with you yeah <laughs> i mean but yeah, yeah like he's i actually just posted a big thing about that though the latest one that was in what was it i in? think didn't rolling stones agree not to work with him anymore so for, lots so of people you, have. you can google him if you're listening you have no idea what we're talking about but he's he's the photographer who does all the like lollipop sexy photos and he gets chicks yeah. to. he's got literally photos you can google his not not safe for work photos look up his book him. And, and him fucking chicks like he just has his assistants take these photos and he's it's just pretty wild and hey if everything's on consent fine but there's a position of power because the, because the agencies are saying you got to shoot with this guy and you'll get into these magazines so girls go i guess i gotta do this or right. like he works with a lot of magazines yes he works with a lot of clients and a lot of times photographers get to choose like they're the ones who are running the castings like sometimes a client has a person in mind but like it's true that for a lot of models like working with these big photographers can really open doors for them like it can launch their careers and so these young girls come into it with pressure from their agency who have just told them like this is this is a big break for you like don't don't screw this up and they come into this situation like 
and they don't know what to do. They know if they say no, their agency is going to hear about it and they might never work again. Yeah. And you've only been in, you've only been doing this for a couple of years now though, right? Right. Yes. So you, so you've got, so you're, you're almost at 300,000 followers. Obviously, you know, that's a, that's a currency. That's a big deal. Like right. what, what, what was it that got you there? Was there any specific photo shoot or to, was it just a bunch of little things? Mm. Well, there were definitely photos that stood out more than others that whenever I posted them, there was this one where I was wearing this like red and white striped number. It was like a little one piece. It was a very scantily clad photo of me looking back, holding my cheeks and <laughs> there's like 50 dudes right now looking for that phone. Probably, you know, probably. Like, probably. Scantily clad. Hold on. Sorry on sex, actually. Guys, leave a comment. You saw her on sex. Well, it got posted on the Chive, which in high school was oh, like yeah. huge. So I was so excited about that. And but I gained a lot link, of followers through that. They don't link that. to your Instagram, do they? People no. People have so, to like search you separately. That's what's yeah. kind of funny. You had to be like, that's the one I'm going to search. And then you go. I know. Scantily clad. I honestly, I wouldn't even know what to look up. It, it was Nick Murrub who took the photo. He's a nice dude. He's from New York. Oh, there you go. So, so you mentioned, so you're not shooting with people that are out of your like approved zone. You're just right. past that. You're just, just too much bullshit, too much dudes trying right. to, do, do, do a lot of photographers think that like something's going to come of this or, um, or is it just mm. like a game you're not really into playing because yeah, you're in a relationship? Exactly. It, it, yeah. Your priorities change. I know, I know Tasha. I mean, like you, it's not always someone's following that matters to you. It's it's their portfolio, and if they feel right. come off professional, because it, it was nothing worse than showing up and dealing with a dude who doesn't know what he's doing, and it's six hours of your Saturday. That's yeah. And if you're single, it's great. You know, go shoot and have fun and do whatever you want. It's all fun and games. But when you're in a relationship and it's like you're in that situation of like, all right, off with the top. You're not just going to go home that day, and it's all going to be okay. You know, you have yeah. to take all that into consideration and. So I'm totally down with shooting with females. And I'm not even against nudity. Don't get me wrong. Like, if you watch Game of Thrones, I've only seen a couple of the episodes, and I'm not going to be like, oh, I'm a huge fan. But I've definitely seen some nude scenes there in that show. There has been some nude scenes, and yes. And they don't offend me in the slightest. In fact, I think it's totally necessary necessary to get the word or the concept out. So as Especially long as you're on Game of Thrones. on that note... I- Outlander actually has gotten a lot of praise for its like very feminist sex scenes right. because they're like very like female pleasure centric, you know, instead of being like the Game of Thrones has like even maybe it's in the first season, but it's like rape, right? It's right. the Khaleesi, like, you know, it's a very masculine <laughs> sex scene, you know, mm-hmm. like a male pleasure sort of driven sex scene and Outlander and one other, what was it? Uh, that I was thinking about. Can I interrupt lately? you for a second? Yeah. Speaking of uh, female, would you say pleasure scenes? We had a box of dildos sent to us this week. <laughs> yeah, On we did. Purpose? I put them away. I was, I was. That's what I was. I was like, where are the dildos? And whenever you think in your head, where are the dildos? Before Dre <laughs> comes over and sits down in our kitchen and feels really fucking freaked out by the box and of the dildos on the bench. I would just think it has something to do with the podcast. <laughs> a box of dildos. I mean, I and I and I'm a psycho. I I googled each thing they sent us. To see how much it was all worth, five hundred dollars. But five hundred dollars, though the thruster is a hundred fifty dollar um, vibrator. I mean, <laughs> oh these my things, gosh, Tasha! And of course, I'm doing. <laughs> I got hooked up though. Here, here's what's funny. So, so for those listening, I did record a video of me unboxing all of this. Did you post it yet? I didn't no? post it yet because because uh, people, I, I posted like a quick scene on my Instagram story, and people were like, dude. You need to make this right. You need to make multiple videos of it because I have 16 minutes. Get that stock music on there. Yeah. So so Tasha's <laughs> literally off screen, but I've never usually I shoot my videos and she's you know n- not paying attention. She's looking 
at everything that's coming out of that box. <laughs> right. And it's one fucking thing after another. I was like a magician just pulling out. The first <laughs> thing was this, uh, you know, this um, scarlet rouge um, velvet um, uh, bondage kit. And, Who uh, said these? It's uh, uh, Adam and Eve. Hey, Adam and Eve, thank you so much. They're not a, spo- <laughs> they're not a sponsor, but I guess we're, we're, do- we're talking about them as a sex toy company. I mean, these aren't your mom's sex toys, whatever those are. These are like <laughs> MIT engineered. One thing, they're inchworms. They do these crazy wiggles. And the whole time I'm thinking it's like to, to tickle the anus. And then after a touch, it's like, that's for the clitoris. <laughs> I'm like, oh, here I am thinking, I'm like, this part goes in your butt. <laughs> like, I'm just like, like, whoa. I'm like, a 32-year-old man, and I don't know if that's for tickling your balls or not. And then they said a vibrating cock. The only thing that was there for a guy was a vibrating cock ring, which had um, a separate, it was like I a, mean, uh, technically all of those things could be for a guy. The fir- Maybe they're not up your alley. Well, yeah, I no mean, judgment. Well, judgment there free was zone. Um, uh, uh, was a commando dick. There was this like um, uh, camouflage one. I don't want to recap the whole thing. You have to watch the video to see. But like, yeah, it was one thing after another, and we're like, holy shit! And then like, I'm an idiot, and and I mean, not to be too graphic, but I tried to put the cock ring on, and it's had a separate. It's like you kind of have to like expand it. It was like a rubbery kind of thing, oh, which God. is like way too child's toy-ish, but it had a little vibrator thing attached to it. And then there's a little separate uh, circle, I guess, for your balls. So I'm trying to like slap that on, and I let go, and I just slap my balls, and oh. it was a mess. I'm mean, Not to be too bad. I'm, I'm <laughs> no. past the point. But I was like, that was the one thing that was there for the guy, and I'm slapping my balls on it, and I didn't. But um, I, I, it was... Uh, my Catholic upbringing, I was blushing opening these presents. You know what? I honestly, I've seen those little like vibrating penis ring things. And as a woman, I don't think that looks very comfortable. I've never tried it, but I don't think it looks fun. Well, I'll say this. I it sounds hard and like every time you like I was, thrust. I was in a gay bar once, many times. But in this one occasion, I was at a gay... I, I think we were there because it was the only 18-plus place in this town we are visiting. And some of us were 21 and some of us weren't. It was a business trip. And, <laughs> and um, all the gay strippers or straight strippers in this gay club were wearing cock rings. And the thing is... Oh, God. The they, had their, they had their dicks out? Yeah. Oh my God. Wait. N- no, really? they had like pouches. I'm such a kid. But you could see they had like rock hard dicks, but not. But so here's the thing: the artery in the penis that supplies the blood is in the center of the shaft. You are awfully observant. Observant. I, 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 I looked all this up. I know my my anatomy. The arteries in the center, the veins that return the blood are on the outside. So when someone puts a cock ring on, it's letting blood into the dick and not out, which can lead to people literally having to go to the hospital. I'm weird about um, veins. Yeah. yeah. It's, uh, <laughs> I know. It's like, uh, <laughs> there's nothing attractive about the male. It's just a very aggressive, right? So like protruding. So I've always been like, like, I wanted to try one of those. Whatever. Not like one of those ones that you just like. That looks like you need a you know a skill saw to get off, but um, this one you know elastic so it's safe. But uh, I don't know. I mean, guys. I mean, hey, I don't know. Try something different. But of course, we're just like such. I don't want to call us vanilla, but we're not like you know. <laughs> but like that bondage kit came out fast. Like yeah, it was just it was just cool. I mean, there's you know we literally have hundreds of dollars worth of this shit. We'll probably give away if you need anything. We'll have. A, but it's like we'll the have fact to do that, an Instagram giveaway or yeah, something. Yeah, the fact that we are like <laughs> that's a great idea. The fact that we're like all right, we need a shelf for these dildos. We need a box to put these dildos in. It's literally this big. We don't have. Where did you put them? Are in you, the closet. In the you closet. guys can have them hanging so that they're like over yeah. Their heads. We can just <laughs> stick them. They have yeah. suction cups yeah. on them, so we can. Just stick them right there and hang like a spatula off of it or something. <laughs> but uh, someone's using that um, that major dick one and it the one the camouflage one. I mean, phew, yay. 
Wow. That's anyway, crazy. I don't know why I brought that up. <laughs> I don't know either. You were mentioning the female self-pleasuring. Yeah, they didn't, oh. have a flesh, they didn't have a fleshlight. They had nothing for a dude to fuck. It was all for the women, which is cool because I was excited to see these things. I was like, I'll never get to feel what this is intended for. Low-key, I feel like every person will want to know what it's like for the other gender, right? Yeah. During sex. Like, if I was going to be a guy for a day, I would, first thing, wake up, find a chick. I don't give a shit. <laughs> Homeless, at the club, well, I mean, whoever. I, I don't. I don't want to speak out of, ba- out of bounds, but we tried the 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 most expensive one. It wasn't the biggest. It was the most expensive. It was the. It had. It had. Uh, Lots of bells and it whistles. It had lights, like different, like uh, you know, you, and you can get four hour charge. It basically it charges <laughs> the way you charge your uh, toothbrush, where like you don't have to plug anything in. It like sits on top of a charger, and it, are you blushing? Oh, oh really? God. Yeah, sh- yeah. You don't. Okay, they, they, <laughs> she is. They came pre charged. You should go get it. No, um, but it, it just they look like aliens in like a Pixar movie. Have you seen not another teen movie where it's like? Mm. <laughs> so, that's, I actually I'll, just watched that. Yeah, that's what it was. But it moved more subtly but like I couldn't turn these things off and I just felt I've never felt so old in my life but I think they actually make them in Chatsworth that's where they were some of their I would love to tour the facilities I think that would be a fun thing to do but anyway so ah Chatsworth the born capital of the world yeah I mean so that's <laughs> something do people ask you if if you go, would cross that line because that's what a lot oh, of girls end up doing and and I think your stuff's obviously like very tasteful but there's people that you guys have worked with that now have millions of followings that, right that that, that, that jumped across the battlefield there. it's definitely the easy way yeah it's definitely the easy way I don't know way. where you go from there but you don't that's the but thing I think, you know I guess for some people it's like they make money and you know if that's your priority at the time and like you don't feel shame about it then okay more power to you yeah yeah, yeah. I guess so no, but what, so you've you you probably get inundated with requests for. I mean, I mean, it's a very Instagram can be a very lucrative thing. Like, do you how, how do you even sift through all that? Um, well, <clears throat> at one point, I was definitely not trying to brand myself at all, and I was just putting out a lot of sexy photos. And then it came that I wanted to try to, and don't hate me for saying this, I wanted to get my blue check mark on Instagram. Shit. Yeah. And so I started having people, right. Oh God. I started having people look at my Instagram so we could, you know, get real. I'm like, you know, I, I'm, I'm legit. Look at me. I got all these photos out. I get hella likes. I'm just legit as hell. I look good. Let's go. And <laughs> turns out these people would look at my page and be like, no, you're, there's way too much skin showing here. Who are these people? Oh, advertisers? Just people who are in the industry who manage influencers. Who oh, really? They really, thought you had too much do. skin? Oh, I mean, Jeez, it was, I, wouldn't say that. I was shooting like a lot of very sexy things. Yeah, but there's plenty of people that do that and I didn't. Yeah. Well, but here's the difference. If you want to talk about like from an advertiser's perspective, one, if you're if you're doing a lot of sexy stuff, the majority of your followers are going to be male. Yep. And like females are the ones who spend the most money online. Yes. So there's problem one. And problem two is like, a lot of the brands, like, sure, you can work with, like, swimwear brands or, like, fitness brands, but, like, you're limited as into the advertisers that want to work with you. Absolutely. A lot of higher-end brands or even just more commercial brands, they want to have, like, a more all-American girl. Right. So they end up going with, like, the Becca Tillies of the world who have their following from, like, the Bachelor or Bachelorette Look, versus somebody who built are, their following from, like, being sexy. I think you guys are all all-American as fuck. All American as A M A F. Uh, wait, all Amer- A A F. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> don't read right. Um, but 
but anyway, no, I mean, it's it's cool. It's cool that uh, that you've you've taken off with all that. I mean, I think that's great. Do do you get contacted by like people? From your past, any gym coaches that oh, are like, oh, absolutely. <laughs> um, <laughs> really, there must be so many creepy dudes. Oh gosh, like, hey, how you been? You I know what? I, I have a I have a great story actually. If hey, you guys want to yeah, hear it please. about the first creep that I ever encountered, and this uh, is before I was like Instagram famous. I guess I could that's say. that's very uh, nostalgic. The first creep. Ah, <laughs> no, it, it was like, it was actually really really bad. So. Um, I was a little hoodlum back in high school, and I had a little like klepto phase. I'm over it. I definitely got caught at JCPenney. <laughs> and so I get caught what, at JCPenney, right? Stealing, just for I the... was stealing foundation from one of the Sephora's. Stupid. There was ironically, a camera right not, there. Yeah, ironically, not a good foundation <laughs> for your criminal record. Yeah, no. Well, I was 17, so I got lucky because if you're under 18, then you don't go straight to jail. And it can come in handy if you were blushing at, well, as you get arrested. <laughs> I know. Well, then the security officer comes around the corner. He grabs me. We go down into the office where they take all my information. I didn't try to run because I'm not like that. I don't he have the balls. You? He, he actually well, actually, you? He, it was like a light, like, you know, yeah. just making sure that I don't run away. But it wasn't anything that was worth. Because I don't think he can worth. stop you. Technically, they can't, but I didn't say anything about it. Right. But turns out the security guard asked me as he was questioning me, what's your name? Audrey. Audrey what? Audrey Bradford? No way. What? Was there another Audrey Bradford today? Oh, no, 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 no. I'll, I'll tell you later. So I was like, what? Okay, weird. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I end up having this cop come through, take all my other information. Um, I ended up having to pay a $200 fee. But that was it. That's uh, actually oh. like very, you know, oh, and lucky. Uh, yeah, did like a little. Well, um, did he take your info? Like what? Well, basically, I got to go home right after that, and I, uh, they called my mom and just told her like right there, like your daughter got caught stealing. We're gonna let her go, and, and so and I got you have lucky. a date with a bouncer, security guy. Well, then as I'm walking out, with right, and the cops like gave me a. They walked me to my car, which I was freaking out because I had more stuff in my car. But <laughs> <laughs> wow, I know I, I had a real Stereo problem. System. <laughs> but um, so the security officer was like, "Yeah, I just want to let you know that um, actually, never mind. You have a good one. Make sure that you don't steal." And I was like, "All right." And he's like, "You promise?" And I was like, "I promise." <laughs> like just weird, weird vibes. So then a few weeks later, I get on Facebook. I'm on Facebook. This was like the big thing. It was bigger than Instagram back then. And this message pops up from this random guy. And there are a bunch of messages. And it's like, I want to slide in between your... Holy duck. shit. And all he these went for things. It. Yeah. And I was like, what? Who is this? And I pull up his page. And I was like, <gasps> it's a security guy. And he like knew your address and everything because you had to like fill out the papers. Basically, Ugh, he continued gross. to hit me up for a long time. And I stopped... Hey, shoot Talking to him, shoot I blocked shoot. him. Yeah, yeah, and I. So got to had the point. he known who you were before, because he was like so weird about your name, or was he just like dragging it out so that he could remember it? Here's the thing, I used to go on these like friend sprees on Facebook, and I would just add thousands of people until I reached the maximum. So that was probably how he found me. So we were friends. Wow. On Facebook, yeah. Hey, and he had do? probably like stalked your profile and totally. like knew who you were. And the worst part is, he was engaged. Whoa. And I told him, bro, if you don't back off, I am going to tell your your fiance because this is this Ew, is freaking gross. me out. Jeez, the security. Oh well, well there you go. So I, I wouldn't call that good karma that you. Yeah, and I wasn't stole. even like an Instagram person at that point. You know, yeah. I was just 
a small town now it's Albuquerque expected, girl. Unfortunately, that you're gonna get just crazy things. You know, I, I mean, I've had a couple parties. I go out. I don't go out often, but some people will be like, "Oh my God, you're Trace Tyree," and then I'm like, "Oh." Is it weird? I mean, it's a weird. It's gonna be. That's gonna be a weird thing. You know, because you're just on your, you're, you're just posting the photos from your phone, and then it's like you're still living your own life, and then all of a sudden, do you, I mean, are you able to really understand how big that is? Three hundred thousand people. Um, no. I, whenever people say something, I'm just like, I try to be nice, and if they ask for a photo, I give them a photo, and I never try to ignore people and just make them feel like I'm a normal person instead of like I would never. If somebody said my name, just blow them off. Yeah. Um, but how did your boyfriend deal with like? Um, well, so like, so Tasha, we, we had a photo. We had we had a photo we, uh, we posted together, and I made fun of it last episode because I got no likes, right? So people started. <laughs> a few people commented like, "Ah, oh, I was listening on a podcast. I went to the photo, and ah, oh, that's so funny. It's really true. You didn't have any likes. It's a great photo." But this one dude posted like, "Is that your boyfriend?" And I heart, I, I just hearted it, you know. I like liked it, and then he. And he's probably like ten years old, right? You know, whatever, probably fifteen. And uh, but I didn't like engage with this dude. But I was like, yeah, like what's the? He was like, oh man, that sucks. I was like, for who? Like what? Like, did you? Am I the reason you're not dating her right now? Like, oh my god, you cannot give into those but I comments. But it was like more like I was like, she, you know, like I know I'm talking to a teenager or some like weird. It's you know so what I mean? hard. Sometimes people just push those perfectly right buttons. They do, but but we imagine we're talking to someone on our own plane. That's what I imagine at first, and you go, oh, no. No, 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 no. This is, uh, you know what I mean? It's like, so I'm sure, like, does he read comments, or does he just not even give a shit? Um, well, since we work together, and he takes my pictures for me, um, he does help me out, and sometimes if we get, like, a weird comment, like, wow, I want to fuck you in pussy now, bitch, <laughs> then I, I <laughs> usually will delete those question, or those comments. And, I'll try not to do that and again. And he'll, no. he'll read them, and he'll tell me, like, you need to delete that. But does, but does anyone not, ever post anything that, like, gets you where you're like, fuck, man? Like, the, like an actual dig that, like, you're like, shit, oh, absolutely. Got a point. I mean, stuff like... And how do you com- combat that? It, I'm just asking because people listening, you know, on their own levels have all had to deal with what, what in a, it, essentially is a troll. But sometimes you're not ready or for the, the troll and it fucks you It's like up. internet insecurity. Like it, it rears its ugly head. Like the internet can be a really great thing, but it can also be like a really sucky thing totally. in a lot of different ways. Trolls or like your own like body dysmorphia or like totally. envy of other people's perfect lives. You know, it's... It manifests itself in, in lots of different ways. I think that any girl is going to have that soft spot and it's going to be her weight. So just don't comment about girls' weight. And, and if you're a girl, how do you deal with if they do? Or if you, you know. Just ignore it. That's the best way. Because if you give into it, then they're just going to be so caught up in their own opinion. And obviously they're so blindsided that they would even comment that to you in the first place that why would you give them the time because the big issue is the fact that people would never say this shit to your face absolutely so we're going not. from a world where people are genuinely kind genuinely kind and i still believe we are to a world where people get away with shit they would never get away with and never do it in the first place right like, like no shit no dude's ever gonna go up to tasha and me and be like oh man too bad <laughs> right i'm like too bad what like that's just not gonna happen i've never had a dude give me any shit when i'm with tasha but right. i know stories when she's alone and then dudes are you know misbehaving or right. or whatever and it's like oh, it's just not a level playing field and the in the internet can and, you know dealing with fucking school shooting after school shooting the internet is not a place where people gain their confidence. It right. only seems to take that away from people. Totally. So it's a matter of, like, you're an adult. I'm sure you're very level-headed and know what you're doing. You can have this following and be 
confident, but I'm sure you don't get it from the following. It's something that you build on the inside and then right. show to others. And I worry that people just see that and go, oh, she's perfect. So, like, they follow her. It's like, no, we're all, like, we're all kind of got to build that. This guy, I sound kind of weird how I'm trying to describe this. But we all kind of have to build that identity on our own. And then what we show is just the best version, not right. the everyday. Totally. I definitely agree. Um, how are you fucked up? What's your biggest fuck? What's your biggest flaw? I like that. Um, <laughs> no, we all, we all, because I feel like we all equally have my biggest flaw or my biggest fuck up. Your biggest flaw. What's the biggest thing that's holding you back? We were talking, uh, I think, off air about love languages. We've d- almost every episode talked about it. What's the thing that you need the most, and and is hardest for you to receive? You know, I still. At the end of the day, it's really hard to not compare yourself to other girls on social media, especially if you're going after something that you really want. Maybe it's an an agency or a brand, you know, and there's a girl who looks exactly like you, acts exactly like you, and, you know, this agency didn't want you or or this brand didn't want you, but they wanted her. And it's like, what the fuck? Like, <laughs> I'm like practically a clone. Like, yeah. So... There's Even that. though, like you're, and you're obviously already good at compartmentalizing that stuff. I feel like I'm sort of in the same boat. Like most days, 99% of the days, other people's shit doesn't bother me. Right. But every once in a while, I'm jealous, and it's so stupid. Right. Like, I, you know, th- to like keep it under control all the time, and and I take pride in the fact that like I manage this shit. You know, somebody else getting something good isn't taking anything away from me. I've got right. my own stuff going on. Everybody's journey's different. But then some days you're like, "Fuck, I look fat." This bitch just got a contract okay, with so and so. I know, so like on, she's on, working yeah. for Nike. She's short. <laughs> <laughs> On those some days where you're not your best at dealing with it, what is it that's what, like Tasha? What is it that's making you? Uh, is it you know? Is it just you weren't ready for it? You're, you you just weren't hitting your stride. Like what is it? I think it's just a normal thing. Like everybody has good days and bad days. Everybody has days where like they wake up on the right side of the bed and they mm-hmm. feel confident and they look good in their outfit and like the world is on their side. And then everybody also has those days where you wake up on the wrong side of the bed, you look bloated, you're tired, your boss is nitpicking at you for something that's not your fault. You just want to play like, some Rage Against the Machine. You know, it's just, just that's a normal thing. I don't think there's any like way to say like exactly what that is or why. I don't think it's a personal flaw i don't think it's any sort of external factor maybe hormones but like shit that's just that's part of being a human being and living on planet earth greed yeah and it's about kind of uh i guess i guess we gotta wrap it up but it's about kind of just uh kind of playing up to the best version of who you are and 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 we're always going to have those demons that ego that's like oh yeah you're not good enough or like this chick gets it more and there's always going to be that that thing that's ahead of you that carrot you're chasing and it's just about you know, we're, I mean, fuck, man, I'm, I'm in it. I am so competitive and I am so in it right now with like trying to block out the noise and the other dudes I'm competing with. Totally. You know, I, it, it's, it's, it's insane. And it's a daily, almost hourly thing for me to remain. To keep yourself in check. To keep myself in check. I need the little horse, bring it back to horses. I need a little, those little horse blinders on the eyes. I need just to look straight ahead. I'm too yep. busy doing this. The, you know, I don't know. I like to bring it back to the horse. <laughs> no, totally. <laughs> Just because I have a lot of followers doesn't mean that I don't go through the same shit that everyone else goes through. Yeah. And of course, it's just, it's just shit we're not sharing. 
It's just, yep. <laughs> don't bump yeah, people nobody's up. like ta- talking about their, nobody's posting their bad days or some their people, ugly yeah. photos. Some people post those crying photos. And yeah, it's that's like, a really? weird thing. You, had a, you were that sad? When I'm that sad, I'm not looking at that. Person. I feel like as soon as I turned the camera on, even if I was like fully enraged or like having the worst day ever, my tears would dry up immediately. Yeah. Like there's no way that I could sustain crying. If, you're, if you have any mascara that's running, um, Dre has some uh, foundation she can give you. So you <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> All right, we got to get out of here. Uh, will you take? Will you do the photo booth with us afterwards? Absolutely. All right, great. We'll do a photo booth, and um, but people can find you Dre's Diary on Instagram. Yeah, follow me. I'm cool. Not really. I'm really boring. <laughs> She'll be at the uh, Calabasas J.C. Penney's later today. <laughs> um, don't no, steal I paid any, my dues. Don't steal any mics. <laughs> Never we, we, again. You can have a vibrator. <laughs> we, <laughs> vibrator. we literally, we'll literally show you the box. It is fucking insane. Uh, I'm actually really excited. Thanks so much for coming by and kind of hanging out with us. Tasha Courtney, at Tasha Courtney on Instagram. Anything else you want to promote? No, that's it for right now. Go find Tasha. Send her some love. Leave her a nice comment. Leave Dre a nice comment. Tell him you heard him here. Go find that um, photo that Dre mentioned, uh, that uh, Easter egg she posted. Uh, wait, wait. How, how long? ago was that photo oh gosh it was oh <laughs> i'm asking probably like two years ago I'm honestly they're gonna to have to scroll deep in the instagram to find that's that. what's yeah. weird when you get a like you get a heart and you see it's from a photo from a long time ago you're like bro you had to go through 400 photos to get to that like Try what did you do audrey bradford the chive that okay there work. you go yeah, yeah do your homework gentlemen out there <laughs> uh thank you so much for being on the show everyone that was the sex actually podcast bye 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 Well, I hope you enjoyed that episode of the Sex Actually podcast with Audrey Bradford, Tasha Cordy, and myself, Dave Neal. If you like this episode and you're not yet subscribed, what are you doing? Hit the subscribe button. We don't have any fancy networks or people telling us what to do or any advertisements. Just a couple of people out here in sunny Los Angeles offering our stupid sex stories for your content. So while you're doing your laundry, commuting to work, or in, you know, class and you don't want to listen to the professor, listen to Professor Dave. Let's do it. Let's talk about it. It's, there's, there's too many weird stigmas out there with sex, dating, relationships, and we're having an open conversation here. So let me be your birds and the bees talk, folks. Subscribe, and if you, if you wouldn't mind, write us a nice review and a rating on iTunes. For every person that writes a rating and a review, you know, it bumps us up the, uh, the old searchability chain. More people can find us, and uh, Papa can get a new pair of shoes. What do you say, folks? Anyway, thank you so much for listening. We'll see you next week. Bye.